0: Welcome back to the long-awaited, never-duplicated return of the Stupid and Delicious Wrestling Podcast. This one is not recorded over Skype. Audacity is going, the microphone's plugged in, Cat's here.
1: Woohoo!
0: Yeah, we just looked before I hit record, and it's been over a year and a half since cat has been on an episode um lots happened so we're probably going to talk about all that stuff for a minute and then we will jump into pwx all hail the king uh don't worry i'll post it whenever i post it with what time the wrestling talk starts so most of y'all will skip over all of this but that's fine
1: Oh, you're really going to miss all the good stuff, though. (laughs) All the juicy deets.
0: Yeah, we got juicy deets. It's
1: the time to spill the tea, my friends.
0: What tea are we spilling?
1: I don't know, just general life tea.
0: Just, like, life changes in the past year and a half while we were locked
1: up? It's just hot goss. You know, just the hot goss. I promise I'm not actually going to speak like that the whole time. It was just really fun in the beginning. All right. So, I think to start, we should talk about our producer situation.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, we unfortunately lost our eldest producer, and not lost as in, like, he got out and ran away. Um, He got what we believe was cancer of the liver, and it eventually came to where he wasn't eating, and it was just better to... Let him go. And after an appropriate mourning period, uh, probably in the past month, month and a half, we intended to adopt Sammy, a new producer brother. And I'm a sucker.
1: And so now we have two new producer brothers. So we are now a three producer household. And I love almost every second of it.
0: Yep, yeah, we uh, ended up adopting a one-year-old Tatum, who looks almost exactly like Sammy. True. And then a kitten that originally was named Casanova, but Cat is very intelligent, and once again was like, if we get him, you can, you can pick a name. So he became Cassidy. Uh, obvious wrestler reference yes it is a unisex name like 12 people have been like i'm always gonna think Cassidy's a girl the vet always says how's she doing like it's a boy cassidy is a boy name too damn it
1: it's a unisex name from irish descent and also if you need proof that it's a male name not just a male surname uh in preacher there's a vampire named cassidy And he's badass, so why wouldn't we want to emulate that in our house?
0: It's true. It's true. And then just, I mean, it would have made sense to make the orange one Orange Cassidy, but...
1: But we actually kind of liked the name Tatum.
0: Yeah. And also, he had had it for a year, so I thought it would be a lot harder for him to get used to a new name. So I was like, yeah, we'll just keep Tatum.
1: So we did. Uh, In the last year and a half... I finished my degree, and and taught for a year. And taught for a year. <laughs> Got a job with my dream company, and that I friend's think. been going, going pretty great.
0: Think, yeah, because wait, hold on, am I, am I crazy? Had you, maybe I counted wrong. Maybe you had been teaching half a year on your last episode.
1: What was the date? Twenty
0: twenty. You graduated twenty nineteen, right? No. Now? I
1: graduated
0: 2020. You did? Yes. I thought COVID started in 2019. No. It was 2019, 2020. That's yeah, what's messing it was, me up. it was the winter. It was winter. the school year. Yeah. Of, it was spring of 2020.
1: Yes. When you
0: were student teaching and then you didn't yes. have to finish it. Yes. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Kat finished her degree. Uh, got to work for an awesome company. And... Last year worked in Georgia. This year works locally and in Georgia. Um, Yeah. I'm also teaching at home, which has been like a dream come true to not have to leave the house to do our job.
1: That's Um, true. It is really nice.
0: Well, and especially after, like, I never didn't have a commute. Yeah. Like, my first job was 30 minutes from our apartment. My job, once we moved here, was depending on i eighty five thirty five minutes plus some days it was like two and a half hours um,
1: yes it was
0: so it's really nice to be able to like not have to stress about that and save money on gas and all that stuff. It really is. Um, I've also now taught every level that you can possibly teach. Um, welcome to the club yeah, right you've been did there done the that. There. Uh, Because I'm teaching high school this year. I got to figure out who's a wrestling fan. Because I think I've got one I know is. Because I mentioned I was really tired one day because I'd stayed up too late watching All Out out on Labor Day.
1: Was it Panda Head?
0: It was Panda Head, yes. (laughs) Excellent. Panda Head was like, were you watching AEW All Out? I'm like, yes, I was.
1: (laughs) Indeed I was. You beautiful, beautiful child.
0: Yeah, he, he's called Panda Head because he likes to put on one of those mascot heads from Walmart for the beginning of class, and it's a panda, so we call him Panda Head.
1: You know, I really should bust out my unicorn one of those. Yeah, yeah. I'm really excited because my favorite time of the year is coming.
0: It's spooky season. It's
1: spooky season, y'all. It's
0: not coming. It's here. It's October 10th.
1: Oh, I mean, active. Doing things with spooky seasons. And
0: I let you spend a lot of money on costumes this year.
1: Yeah, you did. Um, I am elitist about my costumes. That and I have is. no problem admitting it.
0: So, probably in late August, Cat sister is like, Hey, would y'all be down for doing Family Harry Potter Halloween? And we're like, Yeah, sure. And then that led to Everything having to be super official for Cat's Costume. Um, everything's either from Pottermore or from Universal, uh, like their theme park souvenir store. Not
1: everything. Except
0: the wand, everything is from those two places.
1: No, my skirt's not, my tights aren't, <laughs> and my top isn't. Okay. My cardigan, my robes are, and my tie.
0: And your secret shirt.
1: In my Seeker shirt.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: That's not everything. That's part <laughs> of the ensemble, okay? Part of.
0: Um. Also, I'm just going to call... It's not called Pottermore anymore. It's called, like, Wizarding World. Mm-hmm. I'm going to call them out a little. Obviously, people are going to buy the robes of their house. Yes. And no matter what you do, I would say 99% of Harry Potter fans want to be a Gryffindor. There's exceptions, but 99% of fans, whether you're a Gryffindor or not, wish you were a Gryffindor. So if you were to be doing a costume, you might not tell anybody your house is Slytherin or Hufflepuff or Ravenclaw. You might just go with the Gryffindor. These motherfuckers are sold out of the Gryffindor robes. You order ten times as many of the Gryffindor robes, and then you order more after that because you're gonna sell them, I don't understand how they ran out. Like, shocking.
1: So Doug's salty about it because I actually am a Gryffindor. Yes. Um, he's a Hufflepuff, and we love him for it. <laughs> My best friend's a Slytherin, so we we have we have a lot of houses yeah. in our in our midst. Yep. And we're we okay do. with that. Yeah. We we are, Doug has finally come to terms with it.
0: Uh, thanks to what's that band? Oliver Boyd and the Rememberalls, I think. Yeah. Because they have a little like catchy song about I'm just a Hufflepuff. It it works for me.
1: And that's what it took.
0: Yeah, yeah. I checked. They did not have a Ravenclaw, Gryffindor, Slytherin song. Oh, so they have other sorry. Harry Potter oriented songs.
1: All right. Well, that's valid.
0: But I didn't see any specifically for other houses.
1: That's all my life stuff.
0: Uh, what's going on with my life stuff? Um, yeah, I I mean, I got a PS5 last winter by constantly checking and jumping in queues and hoping I got one, and then I just got lucky on Sony one day.
1: Literally constantly. There was always... The website open, and then other websites, and then watching the Twitter feed, it was actually constant. Yeah. Which, I don't begrudge them.
0: My students knew. Yeah. And, like, one of the kids started laughing at me. He was like, my mama just said, you ain't gonna find one. I'm like, she's probably right, but hey, I'm gonna keep trying. And I did. People still can't get PS5s, which is just baffling to me. Um, I know they're blaming it on COVID shortage of chips and stuff.
1: Yeah.
0: But I'm just like, yeah, by now that should be sorted.
1: It's not though.
0: Yeah. Well, people would just get vaccinated.
1: Which we both did.
0: Yeah. and I'll just say, if uh, you think the vaccine is full of government tracking, or if you think horse pills are going to... Prevent the Rona, just go away. Just don't even listen to us. You, you No, we don't need you here. Um, also, all the government tracking we they need is on your phone. So unless you don't use a cell phone, which I don't think is anyone listening to this, you're already being tracked. Enjoy.
1: Or computer.
0: Or computer.
1: Or have a driver's license.
0: Yep. Or a job. Or a job. They they track everything, y'all. Just get over it, move on. We sacrificed our privacy long ago for this stuff.
1: Also, I just don't think like Big Brother cares what I'm doing.
0: If they do, it's just because they want to sell us more bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) And like, honestly, my targeted ads have led us to some pretty cool shit at times. So I'm like, eh. I'll be tracked. Like, uh. I'll I'll see really cool socks I can't buy all the time.
1: (laughs) Well, that's mostly your mother's fault.
0: No, this is like nerd socks.
1: Oh, that's my fault. So
0: like when we played a bunch of Among Us for a while there, I would get Among Us socks in my Facebook feed constantly. I do
1: not apologize for my sock obsession at all. Oh, I did remember something that has been going on in our life that is new Well, it's not new. It's new information to us. I'm autistic. (laughs) Whoop, whoop. Uh,
0: (laughs) I'm laughing because I've known for a while and people try to argue and then we take, like, I'll take it and then my partner Haley will take it and Kat will take autism tests. I'm the only normal one here.
1: You're non-neurodivergent.
0: Except I have anxiety, so,
1: okay, so you're, I'm slightly you're neurodivergent. You're mildly neurodivergent, yeah. and these aren't just like, "Oh, this is a BuzzFeed quiz." I I actually have done a lot of research. Yep. If you want to reach out and and ask me about it, that's I'm more than happy with that. But yeah, yeah. So found out I'm autistic, accepted that because I was like, "Oh, well, this explains so much about me."
0: And on top of that, just so y'all know, like. Self-diagnosis is perfectly valid for adults on the spectrum, especially female adults on the spectrum, because it shows up completely differently. Um, We did talk to the doctor about it, and it was like, getting it official doesn't really change anything, so why are we going to pay a bunch of money for someone to tell us what we already know, and it literally changes nothing in our lives. like, Kat's got a job, I've got a job we don't need a check because someone has autism or whatever so
1: yeah it, s- screw
0: it like, it has
1: changed nothing in my life except <laughs> that i have have gone oh this <coughs> makes a lot of sense and then i do more research and i find things that help me in my everyday
0: so yeah yep we we still just hang on the couch and watch movies and snuggle cats and play video games and, and like and read and read cat's been reading a metric ton lately we discovered uh, if you can read on your phone or iPad with dark theme, if you have trouble reading actual books quickly, dark theme can help.
1: Because I love reading. I'm just not a fast reader, but on black pages with white ink, I can go a lot faster. Mm-hmm. It just works for my brain better. So It, it works tidbit.
0: for most neurodivergent brains better, but I don't know why they still insist on printing books in white with black letters. Who knows? Um, what else? What
1: else? What else? Fun fact, if you ever need to be able to see font, no matter what your background looks like, white lettering, black outline.
0: That'll do it. Yep.
1: Visible on the entire spectrum of light that a human can perceive. Nice. Yeah.
0: Um...
1: Into the wrestling?
0: Yeah, I guess so. A lot shorter life update than I thought we would have, but, uh,
1: woohoo! Really really not that interesting. Yeah, uh,
0: (laughs) corona has led to, we literally just chill at the house. Yeah. On rare occasions, after we got vaccinated, we started going to shows. And even then, it's still few and far between.
1: (laughs) And it is (laughs) panic-inducing.
0: Yeah. Um, okay, so... We went to a show in Rock Hill this summer while I could go on Saturdays. yes, and it was it was good. Uh, saw saw thin juice and Jake Christ, and who else was there? or somebody else that we were like, "Oh, yeah, that's worth going for." I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember. And we thought about recording, but then it was like right at the beginning of the school year, and it was just like, we don't have fucking time. You like
1: have zero we're, minutes.
0: We're skipping this one, but so we have been keeping up with the storylines and the shows at home through PWX Live. Um, if you can't make it to the shows, it's a great way to are they still stay doing connected. That? They are still doing it. Oh, thank God. Um, yeah, that's what I said too, because Saturdays just are very very challenging for me. Well, I went to a pure. And Brian was like, so we're sticking to Saturday shows, you're probably gonna be mad. And I'm like, oh fuck, who are you bringing? And he's like, I'm not gonna tell you, but let me just say, get ready to move your schedule. And I'm like, fuck me, Brian, come on. So, I was like, alright, it's gonna take a name To get me there, like Orange Cassidy, or, like, some of the big top Japan guys, or, you know, like, the Bucks, or somebody.
1: Newsflash, it was a name!
0: (laughs) Surprise, surprise! We're recording an episode because the one and only Minoru Suzuki A.K.A. Murder Grandpa. A.K.A. Murder Grandpa was coming to... Concord, North Carolina, which is not a sentence I ever thought I would say.
1: I mean, did you ever think you would say a sentence with Concord, North Carolina in general?
0: Yeah, because we go there all the fucking time. But Mm, saying We go to
1: one place there.
0: Saying a Japanese legend was coming there was not something I expected to say. That's valid. Because even Liger didn't come to Concord. That's true. He came to Charlotte. That is true. So, All Hail the King was the name of the show. And I was like, all right, all right, I'll take a personal day.
1: There was not a crown in sight. He,
0: he didn't need one. He's still the king.
1: Still. Not a crown does, to be seen. Does the towel
0: not count? No,
1: that's a towel.
0: Oh, okay. Um, See, this,
1: this is why you can't be royalty. You can't tell the difference <laughs> between a towel and a crown.
0: Um, but yeah, so. I mean, at
1: least lions have manes.
0: He's done. What if he did crazy stuff with his hair? Because he He used to. He
1: does crazy stuff with his hair. He used to,
0: yeah. Does that count as a crown?
1: I'll take it. Okay. Begrudgingly.
0: (laughs) So, uh, yeah. That was the first announcement. And I was like, oh, let me rearrange things. And then names kept getting added, which we'll get into. But damn, I'm glad I rearranged things.
1: Yeah, you are.
0: Um, So, yeah. We, let's see, how, how did our trip go? Trip was pretty easy up there. Yeah. And Haley came with us. Yes, she did. They um, did. We don't know their pronoun today. No, I Are, do. Their pronoun okay. today is they. So Haley came with us and we got to watch some good ass wrestling. Before we get to the good ass wrestling, we have not recorded a show since I have finally gotten to experience title belt ice cream is fucking delicious. If it is popping up at a show near you, or at a brewery near you, throw your money at them. Every flavor I have had has been delicious.
1: And it's a reasonable amount of money.
0: Yeah, it's it's not crazy expensive. It's vegan-friendly. Much of it is lactose-free.
1: Much to my approval.
0: Um, It's... Really, really good. It really is, and I was super excited because when AEW came to town, they made some stuff just for the locker room, and there was a bunch I wanted to try, but one specifically. And since he was at the show, I got to try it, and that was very exciting for me. Yay! It was Ice cream. Rusty. Yeah. What What's been your your flavor oh. fave so far? Cause, I don't know. Because we had that. Uh, was, da- we had that dying breed one, which was like a cherry pie cobbler one. Yeah, we had the key lime. Uh huh. And we had the peanut butter pie.
1: I didn't eat the peanut butter one. Okay. Um, I don't it's, know. I liked them. I liked them both.
0: And then they did a maple and stroop waffle for Ethan Page. Yeah, but I did that. I did.
1: I've had it twice. Liked it both times. We'll continue to have it.
0: Yeah. Uh, agreed. But uh, we're hoping to get them on the show sometime. It's just life got in the way. Like, we talked about it at the Rock Hill show, and then life happened on both ends, and it hasn't happened yet. One
1: of my favorite things in life is to talk about food. Yeah. Slightly behind eating food. That's true. But still enjoyable, nonetheless.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, and we all know Kat runs the interviews better than I do. So well, what can I say? It'll be uh it'll, I'm sure it'll be a stellar interview when we get it set up. Alright. So we ate ice cream, we got our seats. Um I met Lance Archer and I did my weird, like, I got quiet thing. I don't know why. It
1: Doug gets starstruck. Yeah. The I important do. thing before we actually get into the matches is the real champ, Amber Young, was there, and she and I had some beautiful moments reconnecting. Um,
0: it was very nice to see them home.
1: It really was. It, it was, was so good.
0: It was very, very nice to have Amber and Anthony back home. I hate that Vince's company kind of fucked Anthony over that badly, Yeah. but very happy you guys are back. We missed you. Um, Yeah. Yeah.
1: Now let's talk about some sanction Murder.
0: Sanction Murder.
1: First, we start with dark matches. Yes, we did.
0: Um, all of these guys are regulars on Pure. And then a couple of them might jump onto the main show occasionally. So, our first match was Troy Hollywood, who is from Florida. You might remember him from getting squashed by Logan Creed at the Cabarrus Brewing Show. And then... Alex Zavian, I believe, is his ring name right now. It's changed a couple of times since he started. Uh, the Warmest Hands in the Business is his nickname right now. I'm not sure what that means.
1: Probably that he has fast hands, but I like to imagine that he's just, like, always ready to give a neck and back massage.
0: Excellent, excellent. Do you think it's, like, the hand warmer's heat or cooler than that? Like, the... You buy them in the winter time, like if you're gonna go hunting. I know them. what
1: hand warmers. Well, I
0: was explaining for the people. I knew you knew because <laughs> you know me.
1: Um, I don't know. I think just like general readiness,
0: just general warmth.
1: Yeah, just, just like okay. like a a really good masseuse. All right, warmth. I loved Hollywood in this match. I really wish the crowd would have gotten behind him. Yeah. The crowd was struggling to get going during the dark matches. They warmed up during the second one.
0: And they definitely, once they did warm up to the first match, they were biased for Alex because They were. he's from Columbia. He's one of Ethan's students. And don't get me wrong. Kid's amazing.
1: Hollywood had a Hamilton emblem. On his trunks, that instantly got me excited. <laughs> I was like, "Okay, I'm in."
0: Yeah, um, I saw Hollywood versus Suge at a pure I went to, and it was really good. So I mean,
1: how could it not be with those right. two?
0: So I'm hoping we get more Troy Hollywood, and maybe he gets pushed more to the main show where he can get some attention. Um, and Xavian is definitely a local star to keep an eye on, for sure, he's real young in the sport, like, less than a year, but he's been killing it. Yeah, it was Um, a
1: really enjoyable match. Yeah. Like I said, I wish the the crowd would have gotten behind it. Yeah,
0: I don't know if people were still doing their meet and greets, or...
1: I think there was, like, general milling about still, and...
0: Yeah, people were like, oh, oh, the show started, huh, and then had to find their seats, Which, there were actually numbers on the seats this time, which I approve on the back. Nice. Excellent, excellent job, because usually we're guessing.
1: Yeah, I don't have to worry about that, because I go see all my friends. Yeah. And then once y'all are settled, I go to wherever my empty seat is, which most of the time... Is dead center. Is dead center.
0: Yeah. Because
1: that's what my brain likes.
0: Yeah. My husband
1: knows what makes my brain happy.
0: And if you have to live with her, you want happy brain.
1: I mean, you enjoy Happy Brain, too.
0: I know. I'm I'm
1: much nicer. I'm much more fun. I actually do things.
0: Uh, But, yeah. Good match to open it. Wish more people had been paying attention and gotten into it. But that led us into the second match, which very much set a tone, I think, for the night. It was sanctioned violence
1: I can I sanctioned murder
0: this one didn't get to murder level but
1: the thing is sanctioned murder you don't say sanctioned violence we all know it's violence that's what we go for
0: yeah fair but this was Alexander Moss versus Owen Knight Mm -hmm. um Owen's been around during the pandemic in Columbia and Augusta he's been coming down to the Carolinas a lot
1: he's wrestled
0: some of our guys we've known for years and does a excellent job um he does the heel thing without being a chicken shit and i like that um he uses he's opportunistic and he uses his chances to you know get over what are you looking
1: for i was looking okay so i don't Remember these gentlemen's names, and okay. I'm not an auditory person, so oh,
0: Owen Knight was red trunks. Thank you. Alexander was white.
1: So I it very much enjoyed this match. Um, I was really salty though. Okay. Because Alexander had on white leggings, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, white tights on.
1: Okay, they were not opaque at all. <laughs>
0: I remember you and Haley. Going I was off salty
1: on it. as hell. You so were so mad. Anyone who doesn't know this, women's clothing suck for actual funct- functioning. We don't have pockets. All our shit's opaque as hell. It's made of like flimsy ass material, so we have to rebuy it all the time. And this motherfucker's out there with white tights that are in no way see through. It's true. I was so jealous that I could not, like, really watch the first section of this match because I was so Yeah, you were just
0: like, where do I buy these tights? I I need those white tights. So, uh, Alexander, reach out. Let us know where you get non-see-through white tights.
1: I mean, they don't even have to be white tights. I was just impressed because those are the most see-through of anything made out there.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: So, fully impressed with that. He got busted open during the match, though, and I yeah. was like, ooh, now he's got a blood stain to deal with on white tights.
0: It's all right. His uh, his partner is the mom of professional wrestling, so she'll know how to get a blood stain out. Oh, good. Yeah. Good, good. Um, she comes out with cookies. It's glorious.
1: <sighs> what uh,
0: kind of cookies? I think they were chocolate chip last time.
1: So what kind of know. chocolate chip fan are you out there? Like, there are people who are big, chewy people. There are people who are crunchy people. There are people who are like, I'll only accept homemade. I want to know what you are.
0: Do you prefer chunks or chips? Yeah. Def- Do you prefer multiple chocolates or just one style in it?
1: Side question. Do you think white chocolate is chocolate?
0: Because if so, we have news for <laughs> I like white, white chocolate. Cat thinks it's disgusting, so I eat all the white it's
1: chocolate. It's not now. chocolate. It's milk fat. That is it. No part of it is actual chocolate.
0: Delicious, delicious milk fat.
1: I would rather lick a dirty boot.
0: That's saying something because you hate feet and shoes. I do. They gross you out to no end.
1: White chocolate's worse. (laughs) Shouldn't even be called white chocolate. It would be more accurate to call it white caramel, Mm. which it also isn't.
0: (laughs) I mean, fair. Um... But yeah, this this was a good, hard hitting match. Yeah, it was. Um,
1: they told re- a good story. Yep. They got fans behind them.
0: Yep. They they definitely were like, Alright, you should have put us on the main chat. <laughs> like that that's the vibe I got from this. I was like, ooh, that was that was a good opener. That was a very much Hey guys follow that kind of move
1: yeah I mean that's what you want in a dark match honestly is like okay okay here are these guys that we have that we're gonna slide under the radar but honestly they're coming
0: yeah as they both should be because they're awesome all right so that led us to the main show Uh, it's really really weird when you've been going the shows for so long and then you have a gap, and they've, like, changed the intro video and the song, and they, like, we aren't doing the disclaimer anymore, which I think we need to be careful about, um, cause I'll get into that later. Um, but yeah, a, a lot was different, but I was like, alright, because the show I went to this summer with Haley, uh, I did a dumb And fucked up my car and got a flat when I was supposed to drive Haley and Marcus and myself to Concord while Cap was out of town. And so we missed all the opening everything. Like, we got there during the first match, barely. So, yeah. I was dumb. But, anyways, back to this show. We opened with one of our recent favorites that's been appearing on AEW beside The Best Friends. And is part of the Best Friends now. Wheeler Yuta. I've been enjoying his work thoroughly.
1: Very much so. Love him
0: at Turbo. Um, He's hilarious. And Turbo's a small enough crowd. Like, you can talk shit and they can talk shit back. Which I thoroughly enjoy. I had forgotten the announcement for this match, though. Sir Rios Badu returning Uh, to PWX.
1: I... Love, 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 Sir Rios. I have loved him since the Los Pendejos days. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's phenomenal. I love seeing him in ring. He's just—he's a great worker. He tells an incredible story. He—I mean—he's just all around so good. And I really need the PWX crowd to get behind that. There's one fan in particular. Who drives me up a fucking wall? Um, and he—he's really big on just like being an obnoxious asshole.
0: Um, oh, oh, is it the dude that sat to the right?
1: He was on the section to our right who was talking like about second row. Yeah, yep, yeah, I know who you're talking making about. Making jokes about consent and stuff. He has
0: sucked the energy out of so many matches, and it kills me. I
1: hate that guy.
0: Yeah, I do too.
1: I really wish that guy would go away.
0: And if you're listening, dude, time and a place.
1: Uh, there's no time and a place to make jokes about consent. All right, fair. None. Fair. None at all. Not cool. Definitely shouldn't be around other humans. If you are gonna keep coming to PWX, get your your shit together.
0: Shut your mouth. Let the wrestlers do their thing. Well,
1: here's the thing: I don't have a problem with like calling out and stuff. You and I do it. I was manic as hell at the beginning. You were. You were. So I was doing it a lot. So I understand that. There's a, an energy to it.
0: And, and we need to clarify. When you were a little bit chastised. Yes. About consent. You were saying consent matters. Yes, I was. Um. So, so Rios, I know you couldn't hear over the obnoxious asshole, but Kat was saying consent was a good thing. She understands no means no. The other dude, not so much. Now I understand Yuda had just come off a hair versus hair match, so they were doing some humor at the beginning about Yuda's a barber now, and the ref was when he did the check he kept finding barber supplies
1: yeah
0: Rios's hair is glorious.
1: That man knows how to baby his curls, and my God, if my curly hair and Haley's curly hair were not the most jealous bitches in the room. <laughs> That man has incredible curls. Yes, he
0: does. Um, so yeah, the whole thing was the crowd started chanting, "Cut his hair." We're like, "Fuck no!" Uh, like
1: that man has like angel spun hair. If you don't touch that shit, if
0: Rios lost a hair versus hair match right now, I would be legitimately upset. Not like work upset. Not like I'm upset he lost because I enjoy his work. Upset. Legitimately, legitimately upset. sad. Because I know how much work that shit takes. Yeah. Because I cut off my man bun this summer because I was sick of the work it t- took.
1: Now, if Rios doesn't want to have his glorious curls out like that, by all means. Correct. Go ahead. But I need ignorant fucks who don't know what it's like to care for curly hair to shut the hell up.
0: Yes. Correct. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so, match was great, as you expect. It was incredible. With these two names. Great way to open the official show. Um, I really liked, overall, there was a lot of humor. Yes. To open matches that then became intense. Yes. Which, y'all, you can do both in one match. You don't just have to have a humor match and a hardcore match. You can do both in the same match. Go figure. Um, but there was a a nice sprinkling of humor on this yeah, show it was, overall.
1: It's a really good tool to use to help get the crowd where you want them to be.
0: Before you pull some shenanigans and get a
1: little bit heal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I also think it just helps you maintain the energy level throughout the show instead That's true. of getting that second half like
0: doldrum afterwards yeah Yeah. because there are times you get to a second half of a show and it's no fault of the matches but you're just like you're you're i'm spent yeah i'm done you used
1: all your energy so you need Uh, that like nice kind of break in the middle yeah that's fair so please wrestlers continue to add humor yeah it goes a long way in your storytelling we love it we're all for it it doesn't go unnoticed
0: it's true it's true Alright, so that was Rios versus Yuta?
1: Spectacular. Spectacular. I will watch that over Br- and over Bring again.
0: them back as much as possible. Yeah, I, I enjoy both of them thoroughly and will never be mad when they're on a card.
1: I didn't cheer for Yuta in this. Not that I don't love Yuta, but I love Sir Rios. It's, so.
0: it's hard for us to not cheer for any Los Pendejo or LWO member.
1: It's true. Um, it's true. Because yeah. your
0: first indie show... The match that made you love the indies was LWO versus Revolt, including Jake Manning. Yeah, and it was. was
1: glorious. It was so good. I got to see Leva Bates on that show. I got to work with Los Vandeos. It just, oh, uh, oh, uh, it was so good. It was the <laughs> perfect introduction into the indies. Yeah. I will cherish that memory. Forever. That
0: that's the mat she turned to me and was like, Thank you for getting me into this. Yeah, I I literally
1: said that to him. So, yeah, hundred percent. I think he's great.
0: Um, shout out to a fan I met in line while you and Haley were chilling in the car. Uh a woman named Jess. It was her first show ever. Jess she was wearing a wrestling is gay tie-dye shirt that I'm super jealous of
1: which it is very very gay
0: um but she was a delight and I hope she enjoyed the show
1: speaking of fans I was thrilled that the treadaways were back
0: yes uh shout out to our second row friends and family Uh, very
1: much miss them very glad they're back very much consider Josh a treadaway um
0: yeah true it was very very nice to have them back. It
1: it really felt like PWX of old. Yeah in some ways. Yeah. So We
0: we had almost the whole family back together with only like a couple of exceptions.
1: Yeah. It was it 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 was great. It was excellent to have them back. It was.
0: Alright. Um so that leads us into probably one of the down points of the show for me.
1: Um mm, yeah. yeah.
0: So They did a promo package at the beginning where John Davis didn't have a partner for his tag team match against Chip and Ethan. And I love me some Drew Adler.
1: Me too.
0: And Drew Adler came in as his goofy ass self cutting dad jokes and doing his let's go and all of that gloriousness. And I was like, okay, cool, cool. I cool, was cool. jazzed. Yeah, this this'll be good. This'll these are all people who know each other and work well together.
1: Well, three people who work well together. Yeah,
0: fair. Um But yeah. I wish this had been
1: better. Yeah. So I wanted to like it. It's no secret. I despise Chip Day. Hate him as a wrestler, hate him as a person. And
0: she always has. Yeah. Like she's never I think into
1: maybe a month or two when I first started coming to PWX, when we still did the Chip fucking day chant. Yeah. I didn't hate him. Kind of liked him. I always hated his gear. It was too busy.
0: Still is. Uh,
1: Still is. At least this time there was a theme to all of it. Oh yeah, well, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I was like, all right. But
0: that was Ethan's doing, I'm sure.
1: I'm sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> that man does not know how to create ring gear. Ethan does. Chip doesn't. Hate Chip. Would rather never see him again. Um, and it's no it's no secret. He knows that. Everyone else knows that. I'm not afraid to say that to him. In fact, I have said that to him. Uh, and I don't feel worse for the wear for it.
0: Have you actually said that to his face? Oh, God,
1: yes. Oh, yeah. shit. 100%. He knows. Okay. Yeah. So much so that when I'm talking to our wrestler friends, and he might be nearby, like, talking with them also, he will kind of go off into a corner by himself. And I am so glad, because I never want to see him. I hate that man. Uh... Hate him. Vehemently hate him. And I make it known in every match, because I find him boring as hell. I hate his ring work. Hate him as a person. Hate his gear. I hate how cocky he fucking is, and like doesn't really put in the work to back it up. I can't stand the guy. Never want to see him in a match. And I feel like PWX is trying to push him to the top, and it pisses me off.
0: So here's the thing. Um, I, unlike Cat, I don't have the seething hatred for him. I do. But at this point, so the show this summer that I went to with Haley and Marcus. Yes. There was a Davy Edwards, not Edwards, Davy Richards mm-hmm. and Chip match. That people were raving about. Y'all, I was bored.
1: He constantly has to be carried in matches. And
0: I I said that to people who asked me, and they're like, I don't agree, and that's fine. That is totally fine to not agree with me. What I am going to say, Haley, at their first PWX show, was like, why the fuck does everyone love this guy?
1: And I had not talked to Haley about Chip Day. So yeah. it wasn't like I got into the ear was, and was like, psst.
0: This was completely fresh eyes on Chip. And outside of the rest, after the show, that was the one thing Haley was like, yeah, I didn't enjoy that.
1: Um, How has he been on the indies for, what, 15 years now? Yeah. And still looks green as hell.
0: So here's my thing, and I'm going to say this. I think he goes up against guys that he...
1: Is not ready for? Either
0: doesn't have the cardio for, or he's still trying to do spots he could do back in the day, and he can't do them anymore.
1: It's just so bad. And
0: I'm I'm trying to give this in a constructive manner because I get the feeling Chip's not going anywhere. Change my mind. Make me think you're not boring. Find a way, because you've been at this for 15 years, and you should fucking know how.
1: And it's not just Doug and I. Like, our entire group just shuts off when he's in a match. Legitimately, several of our friends took micro-naps during this match. And we love Ethan. We love Drew. We don't have a problem with, With with John Davis. Like, he's not our favorite. But we don't deny that he's a good wrestler. We don't deny and his story. I will ability. say
0: since coming back, I've really enjoyed John Davis. He's yeah. done a lot more since becoming a regular yeah. than he did coming in occasionally before. I don't I don't dislike John Davis.
1: No, I don't either. I I, I enjoy his matches. I think he brings a different flair and I'm totally cool with that. Yeah. So that being said, with three people that I either love, very much enjoy and love, or just, you know, generally enjoy their ring work, this match should have been amazing.
0: Yeah. And it was definitely, it got awkward, because Drew got pissy with John and, like, wouldn't tag in.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure what that
0: was about. And we... I might have to go back and watch it myself and see what the announcers are saying because I feel like we were missing part of the story.
1: Very much so.
0: Um, and
1: this is something you and I have talked about before. If if I can't come into the show have, having never been there and never seen any, any of the these things wrestlers. that yeah. goes on on the Facebook pages and any of the other... like. Outside of actual ring or showtime promos and vignettes, I should know what's going on. I did not know what was going on in this.
0: Yeah, there was a lot that was like we were just expected to know. And y'all, I'm I'm not saying they didn't do their promo work beforehand. There may have been 20 videos on Facebook. That's not the issue. The issue is. 1. I haven't had time to be trolling Facebook like that. 2. Let's think of new fan Jess. Jess didn't know PWX existed. Yep. Jess was at their first show. How was Jess supposed to invest in this match?
1: Yeah, it How- was it was difficult.
0: Um so it's one of those things that it was a I wouldn't say it was overall terrible.
1: No. But it, it was just, a
0: definite down spot on an otherwise stellar show.
1: Yeah. There, there was a little story confusion, and then everyone was having to carry Chip. <laughs> There's never uh, going to be a Chip match that I'm, like, into, though. He no. He sucks every amount of joy out of me.
0: I don't think I've seen a good Chip match since Martin oh. left. I think that was the last Chip match. I was like, all right, that was pretty good.
1: And that's because it was Martin.
0: Well. um, Again,
1: I stand by. He constantly has to be carried.
0: I'm just saying I I need him to take a hard look in the mirror and figure out what's wrong.
1: He's not going to, though. He thinks he's a god.
0: Yeah, well.
1: Chip, if you're listening, I still hate you.
0: Yeah. Vehemently.
1: Please don't ever try to be friends with him. I strongly
0: doubt he's going to listen, but... I'm sure people will tell him because
1: <laughs> friends of his will listen. The
0: crowd is a bunch of snitches.
1: <laughs> I don't. I don't say anything on here that I would not tell someone to their face.
0: That's true. You I am say not it to someone
1: who is like scared of confrontation when it's needed. Yeah, fair. Also, John Davis. After this match, there was
0: okay, yeah,
1: an interaction where TJ Boss came out. And And asked for the mic. He He did did the
0: universal hand signal that y'all can't see that I'm doing in person right now.
1: (laughs) Where it's like you tap the, the top of a microphone. Everyone knows that means, hey, get me a microphone. John Davis tried to snap back at me. When he asked Boss, oh, do you want the microphone? And I was like, well, I mean, he didn't, in fact, ask for it. John Davis clapped back with, lady, he didn't ask for it. I was like, he did. He did the universal hand signal.
0: You you just were so exhausted from (laughs) carrying Chip. You didn't see Boss do the hand signal. And
1: I was like, again, I don't have a problem with, like, if you want to clap back at me, I know I was manic as hell. I get that. Yeah. I am not everyone's cup of tea. It does not offend me. <laughs> but I just want you to know, he did in fact do that. Yeah. Which is why a microphone was brought to the ring. Yeah. Just for future reference. Um I'm not a liar.
0: And I'll also just say like the night boss lost the belt to Davis, I actually was hit more emotionally than I expected.
1: You were hit hard.
0: Yeah. I was like, "Oh shit."
1: you were hit like, hard huh
0: i have not had that kind of response to a belt change probably since man scout took it off skylar oh god yeah that was that, that was, was, was great good. right <laughs> was but so good. i was like oh shit and not that john davis hasn't earned it or deserve it or any of that but just we've seen tj go from a guy who thought he didn't belong there to proving himself and not just proving himself, but like he was put in a position that was supposed to be dismissed and his work made him be the top of the company. Oh yeah. Um, Cause I don't think in the original plans Boss versus Slim J was supposed to be the setup for a long-term story. But because he did such a great job, when we blew the roof off, people heard it. Yeah. And yeah. So, I think I think that's why it got me is we've just seen this friend of ours start at the bottom just and work his way up and
1: absolutely flourish into yeah. What he is now. And I
0: mean, it would have been so easy for him not to after the injury with the Ducks. yeah And like, we are no strangers to saying the Syndicate was booked poorly. They um, were. Just a lot, a lot of things didn't work in his favor. And he was just like, nah, I'm gonna I'm go make people pay attention, so.
1: And he did. And I am thrilled. Yeah. To see this rematch.
0: Yes, which is in two weeks from now. Correct. Um, on the 23rd from Rock Hill. So I don't know any other matches on that show yet, but we know Boss versus Davis is happening there. Um, anything else on this, this one?
1: Um, Ethan didn't have his streamers, and I wonder if that's not the beginning of a character change. Okay. Or a simple oversight?
0: Um he's forgotten streamers before. Okay. Um I know there's a lot going on in that man's life. Oh, undoubtedly. He he's basically dad to like half of the wrestling business right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and it, it's really cool to watch and like seeing him and Morgan kinda trying to think how to put this. Not taking over, but they were put in a position of more responsibility in Columbia. Yeah. And they've just accepted it and all those kids become his kids.
1: Yeah. They've really grown into that role.
0: It's it's really fucking cool to see. It is. Um Sterling's adorable. Lily's still adorable. Um and it's just yeah, that whole, that whole family, that whole group, we love all of you. You know this.
1: Doug doesn't really get to interact with the older daughter much, but she's also cool.
0: Yes, that's true.
1: Um, the one thing I do want to say in reference to the stream- streamer situation, the difference between someone who doesn't understand their character and isn't confident in the ring and someone who does is evidenced in situations like this Ethan forgot his he made an excellent recovery and was like okay bye guys (laughs) and was able to get right back in and had the headspace that he needed to it's things like that that we notice that show that these athletes really know their character they know what they're capable of they're confident in it and I applaud them so much for that.
0: What I will always give Ethan over almost anybody out there, Ethan can connect with any crowd.
1: Oh, 100 Whether it's
0: 15 people or 800 people. Yeah. I've seen him do both equally well. Yeah. Um, And there's a reason he's training everyone.
1: I feel like there has not been a single match where I left thinking, man, Ethan didn't really give it his all. Yeah. He goes out and gives everything to that match.
0: Now, sometimes his body doesn't let him.
1: Which, that is a, a that, totally different story. That's life. Yeah.
0: Um, that's just life. We all go through those ups and downs. So, yeah, totally understandable.
1: So, keep doing what you're doing, Ethan.
0: Yeah. And keep, let me put it this way. Everyone who has officially graduated the Palmetto Wrestling Academy.
1: Stars of the future.
0: I am thoroughly excited when their music hits. Yeah. Everyone with their official, the official stamp from Ethan, when their music hits, I'm like, all right, we're about, we're about to be entertained. I don't know if there will be any wrestling, but I will be entertained.
1: <laughs> you know what else I noticed during that match? What? Even Ethan thinks that he has to coach Chip. <laughs> 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 and if that doesn't speak volumes, I don't know what else does.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Moving on to the next match. We had a... I don't know if he's ever been on the main show. He's definitely been on pure. We had a return of the savage gentleman, Victor Benjamin. Yes. Uh, I enjoy his steampunk gimmick.
1: Very much so.
0: I don't know much else about him. He has a Butterfinger belt. Um, he's the Butterfinger champion. I need to do my research and find out what that's all about, because I enjoy a good Butterfinger. Um,
1: I do, too. I got to like, make lots of Butterfinger jokes Yeah, during this. Yeah, the beginning of this match.
0: And then, so... Everyone knows, who has listened to this show, how much we adore Sugar Dunkerton. Um, I think from the very first show we saw him on in Hickory, we were in. We were like, this dude's amazing. Bring him back as often as possible.
1: He, he's also one of those men who just, like, is so comfortable in the ring, in his character, in his abilities, that he sucks you in
0: so he was great as a face he is next level heel shit and i love it like the swagger he oozes walking out with that belt to that song and knowing he's a better technical wrestler than you like i love savannah having the pure belt i am not mad Choke took it off of her
1: He's it's, so fun to watch.
0: It's just...
1: It's magic. Uh,
0: it, yeah. Um, the And the thing is, his current gimmick is cocky and asshole and kind of deal.
1: But it couldn't be further from the truth of who he really is?
0: Well, not that, but he actually has the shit to back it up and yeah. ring. He like, does. He has the... Um, I think the British style is like catch-as-catch-can wrestling. Yep. That is all the technical wizardry. Suge went to England and he learned that shit and he came back and it hit different. Like, so he went heel and it's so fucking good. Yeah.
1: I, he, he always draws me in. It doesn't matter how long it's been since I've seen him. Every time. It's so good.
0: He he is easily one of my favorites, um, not just on the indies, but in general.
1: Yeah, great guy. Excellent wrestler.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: there are not enough positive words out there to explain. Yeah.
0: yeah, he's he's so ridiculously good. And he knows how to tell a long-term story.
1: Yes, he does. When
0: he was losing to Savannah for a little bit, You were still just as invested. Yeah. And his character was just as invested. He never checked out. Because you can see that sometimes, especially on the indies, when somebody, like, doesn't agree with the story they are telling. They kind of, like, chill on the promos and, like, don't really promote themselves well and all that. Suge's like, nah, I got this.
1: Not only that, it never feels recycled.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: There are several individuals that we have watched over the years who it just feels recycled. The match feels recycled. The promos feel recycled. The character feels recycled. None of that is true with Suge. Like, every match is a new match for him, and he goes out with the same amount of enthusiasm for all of them.
0: It's true. And I love, too, that... Thanks to For the Culture and, in general, everything GCW and The Collective is doing, that Suge is getting a little bit more national attention now in Good. America.
1: He deserves as it. As
0: he should. Yeah. Um, he's, he's a wealth of knowledge, and I don't think you could ask for a better person to be involved in your locker room. So
1: Also, if you're just ever having a bad day, he is just <laughs> a bright spot of joy. Yep. If you have true. a chance to talk to him, do it. You will feel better about yourself and the world,
0: and the amount, the amount of respect he has for every other human being who interacts with him,
1: and he's so fucking humble. Yeah, he has every right not to be, and he is so humble, and he, sug if you're listening to this, I know you think that I put you on a pedestal and that I think you're infallible. I don't. I know you're human. I think you're just a really great human. And I am not going to apologize for that.
0: I mean, dude, she married me and she knows I'm not perfect. Um, She knew that going in. so
1: That's the one thing I never want to be called in life. Yeah, I, I learned
0: that real early dating you. Yeah. As I, I said something like, how's my perfect girlfriend today? And you were like, no, 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 no. (laughs) No,
1: We're not doing that shit. I'm gonna shut that shit down right now. Okay, got it. I don't believe in perfection. Uh, I mean, I've definitely seen some things that were damn near it, but no, I don't think anyone's perfect. But I do think Suge is an exceptional human.
0: Fair, fair. All right, um, Suge won, which I don't think need to be said, but...
1: It was great. It was.
0: And then later on, we got a little interaction between the Nameless Wrestler and Chug. We did. Um. The Nameless Wrestler is interesting. Cause he's got this like rich guy gimmick, but there's no explanation of like why he's a rich guy.
1: How long have these vignettes been going on? Since with-
0: like January.
1: Yeah, I thought so.
0: And he debuted at Battlefield. And the thing is, when you cut that many vignettes, you're like, oh, he's going to win Battlefield. Newsflash, he didn't.
1: Yeah, and we haven't seen him since then. In um, ring, correct?
0: He... Correct. He has not been in a match.
1: He is borderline getting to that point where it's like...
0: Shitter, get off the pot.
1: Pretty much. <laughs> it, it is well, teetering on that. If you don't actually get in a ring... I'm checked out, and it's hard to come back from that, and I don't think I'm the only one that's like,
0: alright dude, what now? He's uh, wrestling Shug for the pure title, I believe, soon, so, or did Shug tell him no, he's gotta earn it, I don't remember the end of the promo. Uh,
1: I remember the end, Shug was dealing with a lot of frustration with catering, but. Oh
0: yeah, 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 but but, yeah. He doesn't even like tuna, or something. (laughs)
1: Who? Makes a tuna sandwich for a wrestling show. That's uh, just poor planning. And that's
0: asking for botulism. Right.
1: Like that's bottom. what I'm saying. You that yeah. that and Exile uh uh, You can't you, you can't be putting that, that out there. Agreed. Agreed. Uh but yeah, the the faceless, nameless, whatever the fuck the nameless is Nameless wrestler. Uh he's getting real close to I don't give a shit. That's fair.
0: Yeah, they're so it's back like when we used to watch WWE, which we don't anymore, but they would start cutting vignettes for somebody for six months
1: oh god, and
0: it'd be the same vignette over, over and, and over. over and over for six months. And it's like, God damn, just bring them back already. Right. Or like whatever you're doing, do it. Yeah. So it,
1: because it is at that point, it is so hard to live up to the supposed hype that you've yeah. created. Yeah. Yeah. And it just sets them up to crash so hard.
0: I'm I'm not opposed to the idea, but they need to get a move on with it. Um, like,
1: two months ago, get a move on
0: it. <laughs> Alright, so, that leads us to our next match. Uh, it was supposed to be Savannah versus Killer Kelly. However, Killer Kelly was injured Correct. in a previous match, and... She still came to, you know, meet the fans and stuff. because
1: And told us in person, which I've got to be honest, I really appreciate. Right?
0: Yeah. I really Rather knew. than just not taking the flight and all that. Yeah. Like,
1: okay, cool. I mean, I understand that's not a possibility for everyone. Yeah. Um, But I definitely appreciated that she, she actually, and it, she didn't tell us, like, in a promo. She actually came out there. Yep. Told us in person and then was like, but don't worry. I've got a a solid opponent for you.
0: Yeah, and we were excited because Savannah versus another badass female wrestler or just badass wrestler, as the case may be, it's always a good time. Correct. But then we got Montana. And holy fuck, we were like...
1: Shit got tense. We
0: (laughs) started looking at each other. We're like, did this just get even better? Like... (laughs) This is better than what we were originally supposed to get, right? Because it's intergender, and holy God, it's Montana versus Savannah. You got the syndicate connection. You know they hang out all the time because they're always on each other's stuff. Like, hell fucking yes.
1: Yeah. It was... It was a tense moment of, like, pure joy, but also we were all so conflicted. Like, oh shit, like... (laughs) What's about to happen?
0: Yeah, and I was also like, oh, fuck. I really like Montana's kind of had this new gimmick. Like, he's not doing the monster thing as much anymore. Yeah. But he's still
1: A Montana. big dude. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then Savannah is a super badass, and I'm like, this is where it get good.
1: This match is what I want Intergender to be all the time. Yeah. Is... Two wrestlers who are equally matched just fucking going at it. Yeah. That is what all intergender should be. And I need more of it. Well, Constantly.
0: What (laughs) I'm going to point out here is Savannah hits harder than half the dudes on the roster. Yep. Um, And if you don't believe that, you haven't been watching her matches for the past few years she has come leaps and bounds from when we first saw her and probably in the past three years I've not seen her have a bad match and when you wrestle not just every month but almost every week because she's either she's at Firestar she's at uh, what's the Columbia one PCW PCW She's all over the place. She's at turbo. She's blowing the roof off every time she comes out. She's showing up at Impact, beating the shit out of their biggest stars. Like, y'all, she's awesome. And she can wrestle anybody she damn well feels like. Gender is irrelevant. Stop acting like it is relevant. Because I got pissed. Was this the hit him like a man?
1: Yes. Yes. Wait, was it?
0: I think it was. No. No?
1: That was during...
0: Was that during Archer or during Lucky and Robbie? This is the only place that would make sense.
1: I don't... Well, no. I think it's because they were like, you're hitting like a girl. Oh,
0: okay. Um,
1: so I think it was...
0: It might have been Archer Drake.
1: Possibly. Because there was a
0: lot of jaw in in that match. Very much so. Um okay. Well, while I'm on the subject of intergender and equality, we got to talk about that. I don't care what someone says in the ring. We don't need to hit him like a man chant. Because obviously, y'all need to hang around more badass women, right? Who hit harder than most men.
1: I've been in several fights. Yeah. You know who's always hit the hardest? You. Well, yes, but <laughs> overall the women the women yeah women are fucking ruthless in fights yeah and i need y'all to get on your shit and realize that having a dick doesn't make you a better fighter it doesn't make you hit harder it doesn't mean that you're inherently better at shit except for pissing standing up all right it's true So, I'm gonna need all of that shit to just go away. Yeah,
0: there were a few moments with the crowd I was like, I don't like what's happening here. (laughs) I don't like this message. It was slightly, it was more old school than the crowd we usually have. Yeah. And that never sits right with me. Y'all, misogyny has no place in wrestling in 2021.
1: Misogyny has no place at all.
0: Yeah, but... In general, people are gonna be like, "Oh, it's how it's always been in wrestling. It's just a good time." No, the fuck it's not. Shut the fuck up.
1: You know what else was how it's always been? Racism. Well, <laughs> yeah, but not what I was gonna say. What? Until we got a vaccine, just polio was how it was. Yeah, yeah. And you know what stopped it? A vaccine.
0: Getting shot.
1: Right. You know what's what's happening now that people are anti-vaxxers? It's fucking coming back. Should it? No. Should misogyny come back? No. Has it ever gone away fully? No. Do we need to make gains? Fuck yes! Yeah, Um,
0: I'm done, y'all. Like, it it is... We are too far evolved to still be saying and doing the shit we're saying and doing.
1: I'm also really, like, proud of you in general, because you've never been misogynistic you've never been homophobic Mm -hmm. like you've never really been any of those things but there used to be times that you were a lot more quiet in your advocacy yeah and that is not who you are anymore and that's what i need from everyone out there because complacency is just a bit of an issue and that's what
0: i realized if i want to see change i have to be part of it yeah and the thing is, like, just being like, ah, it's just old school fans, don't worry about it. That's how we get situations like Albemarle. Yep. That's how we get situations like big-time wrestling shows where a woman tried to slap a gay character. Like, yeah. no. Stop that shit right now. We're done there. Effie's Big Gay Brunch is amazing.
1: Incredible.
0: Um. And, yeah, I'm just saying. Like, everything... Wrestling is for everyone and when we let shit like that go it makes people
1: think it's okay not
0: feel safe and it makes people not feel welcome in that environment and that is the exact opposite of everything else you do as a company so let's let's work on that and that that's for every indie I've been to like yep. I don't care if you're in Chester, I don't care if you're Columbia, I don't care if you're Concord, I don't care if you're Atlanta It stop it, stop it right now. It was so refreshing when we went to Iowa, and it was all new school fans. It was there was no misogyny. Yep. There was no homophobia. There was no
1: fat shaming. Yeah. No.
0: God, if you had fat shamed on that show, you would have gotten (laughs) crushed. I know. Uh, But yeah,
1: I am so tired. Of people who are like, yeah, it's a Don Draper world. No. No, it's not. No, it's not. Do you want I, to go back to the point where women were smoking and drinking during pregnancy and everyone had a reduced well, life expectancy? And here's the
0: thing. I didn't watch that show, but from my understanding, Don Draper did not have a great go of it on that show. Oh, no. So, yeah, no.
1: Yeah, no. No one it, needs that but shit. But I am so tired of that that school of thinking there is no, I'm a man. Being a man is is just.
0: <sighs> it is a, it is a thing assigned. Gender is a thing assigned at birth. It does not actually indicate anything. Nope. That's where I'm at on it now. I have met more than enough people who were assigned male or assigned female at birth that that is not who they were. It never was. It's not something they were doing for attention. It's not something they were doing because they have trauma. It's not a mental illness. Nope. It is a hardwiring of how you feel. And if you want the right to feel how you feel about things, you need to give them the right to feel how they feel. Plain and simple. But yeah, um, I'm fucking done with all that. Hit them like a man or, you know. The old Jim Cornette style
1: Ugh. stuff.
0: Well, fuck that. Get out of here. We're done with you. All right. Next match. We got the Murder Hawk Monster Lance Archer versus our very good friend JD Drake. Um, I don't know if Lance was messing with him, not realizing his name was actually James.
1: So what I what I took from that. Is because both of these men have been in an AEW locker room. Yeah. That they have heard J.D. Drake referred to as James. Yeah. That is his shoot name. Yeah. So I feel like his shoot name gets...
0: Thrown around.
1: Thrown around a little bit. But overall, in AEW, you just hear J.D. Drake. Yes. PWX...
0: Knew him as James Drake first.
1: Yes. Yeah. And so the fact that it wasn't just a few people here and there, it's the fact that it was... The whole crowd. The whole crowd was... Yep. Like, oh. Oh. You're someone different here. Yeah. This yeah. is your home. This is where you're comfortable.
0: Um, What I really liked in Archer vs. Drake was, again, going back to starting with the humor. Yep. Before they murdered each other. Like, yes, Lance did his thing where he comes out and murders a rando worker kind of deal and got in all badass. But then, like, him and Drake were cracking jokes and talking shit, and it was awesome. Um, They had several chop battles. Like, there was a lot going on. But it was all fantastic. It was. Um, Yeah, I... I don't know what else to say other than the humor was great. Keep that shit up, and it was all. I I enjoy Lance Archer. I enjoyed him before AEW when I would catch him on Wrestle Circus and New Japan and that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, it was it was good to see him in person. Motherfucker's huge. Yes, he is yes a he big is. dude. I looked it up. He's six eight.
1: Jesus Christ. And then, I didn't even know they made him that big.
0: And then also, uh, I'm gonna out this dropped on Twitter. Apparently, he was on a late '90s, early 2000 dating show called Eliminate when he was younger. I'll show you the pictures later, but someone dug that shit up on Twitter. And I was like, yes, please.
1: Gonna have to go watch that episode.
0: Um, but yeah. I enjoy him. He, he seemed like a nice dude.
1: I was hooked from the second that the music hit for this match. I mean, this was one of those ones that it came out full energy. The crowd was 100% behind it. Yeah. It was great.
0: Yeah. And it, the thing is they didn't have to do anything insane. No. They didn't have to go through ladders and tables, and they just beat the fuck out of each other.
1: And it didn't feel like this is just a celebrity match, yeah. and, you know, I'm gonna come out here and do a few moves and then be done. Like, this felt...
0: Yeah. Archer felt invested. Yeah. Which, for, I will say, so far, everyone we brought in from AEW has been invested in putting on a good match. Yes, they have. And to me, that's so fucking important when we're going to have a guest. Um, Because, I mean, it's really easy to go in and go, cool, I'm going to do my moves, you're going to take the loss, and I'm going to get my paycheck. Like, I didn't know who was going to win this. I didn't know who was going to take the other one's head off. Um... Didn't we almost get whipped by Lance's hair at one point? I didn't. I feel like I did. They were they were fighting right in front of us. And I think Haley and I almost got braid whipped by Lance's hair.
1: At one point, one of his braids got hung up on his ear. Yeah. And I just so desperately wanted to go in and go, Dink, and knock it <laughs>
0: off. Uh, but yeah, thoroughly enjoyed this. Um, and I was... I was singing the one line I know of his song for like a week. I was just getting up, making breakfast, going, "Everybody die." It's like I really
1: wish that weren't accurate, y'all, but it is. Yeah,
0: hundred <laughs> percent.
1: Uh, God finds that one line he was like this this I'm one gonna,
0: this I'm, is what's stuck in my head now
1: i'm gonna sing this until i die
0: um we did a lot more shazamming of wrestling songs than we've done in a while we did this but that's because
1: that we're seeing people we don't who see have often. either changed their intro music True. or we don't see often
0: yeah. Sh- Shugs used to change all the time. Like Dang. every time we saw him, it was a different song. And
1: it's always a good choice for him. Like it yeah. always fits him.
0: Yeah, that's true. Um. So after Drake and Archer, we were all like, "Oh my god, we're exhausted." Which was a great time for intermission.
1: Yes, it was. Um. I do. I don't think any of us could have gone.
0: No, we could not have gone one more match. No. Um. And it does seem the. The gold standard for wrestling shows is three matches after the intermission. I don't know why that's the decided thing, but that seems to be the agreed-upon amount. Um, So we still had three title matches to get to. I don't think anything super eventful happened at intermission. Um, I mean,
1: I went and talked to some people.
0: You went and talked to some people.
1: I went and bought some merch.
0: And concession stand was insanely crowded.
1: Yeah, and they only took cards, and I just didn't feel like dealing with that.
0: That's a very common thing right now.
1: I mean, I understand it. So. But I just didn't want to deal with it.
0: Yeah, that's fair.
1: So I was like, eh, No. And I love how people have started not accepting cash since corona. Like, they just now realize that how money, dirty is money is disgustingly yeah. dirty. Yeah. Uh, I'm here to tell you it's always been super dirty.
0: Yeah, now you're just afraid of a deadly virus. Right,
1: anyone who's ever worked in retail at a register can tell you how gross money is, because at the end of the day, your hands are so dry and fucked up from having to handle money, because money is plague paper.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Um...
1: And don't put your money in your boobs or your shoes or any other sweaty place. No one wants that. Get a wallet. Find a pocket. Yep. Don't put it in sweaty, gross places. (laughs) I straight up... We had several jobs where we got to refuse money if it came from a bra or a shoe or underwear. Yeah,
0: there's no reason someone should be storing shit there. Like, it it is... No, that is not a storage spot. Not purposefully, anyway.
1: Your butt crack is not a wallet, y'all.
0: It is not nature's pocket. (laughs) I don't
1: feel like I should have to say that, but retail taught me I did.
0: Yeah, fair enough. All right, so intermission was intermission. Um, I was kind of caged in, so I just stayed there.
1: You could have left. You chose not to. Uh,
0: Yeah, it wasn't worth the effort for me. Um, That's
1: not a cage, though. If you have the ability to leave, it's not a cage. It's inconvenient.
0: It was super inconvenient.
1: Not a cage, though.
0: Alright, fair. The Um, cages
1: at the zoo aren't just, like, open on the sides.
0: (laughs) Alright, so that led us to the second half. And first we get the ITV championship. Uh, Lucky versus... Sniper of the Skies IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion Robbie Eagles. I had only seen him a few times here and there like on a PWG or on a New Japan like on the rare occasions I watched New Japan. Dude was good.
1: He was so much fun. Yeah, And the crowd was so behind Lucky. And I
0: Yes, we missed the part where Lucky became a face.
1: Yeah, I'm not a huge Lucky fan. I don't think he's bad in ring. Um, I just have my own quarrels with the dude. So I'm not a huge Lucky fan. He's not someone that I couldn't eventually get to the point where I like him. But it's one of those things where bridges have been burned. And it's going to take a lot of work to get back from that. But Robbie Eagle was so much fun to watch. And when he came out, he did his Robbie Eagle chant, and those of us who knew it chanted back. And then you and I tried to get a couple of different soccer chants started because that is what you do when these guys come out who are (laughs) from Australia or England or any of the other places where hooligan culture and soccer culture are really big.
0: Well, and Aussies even have uh, Aussie footy. Like, it's a whole other yeah. thing. So, so, yeah,
1: we tried. The crowd was just so The crowd behind.
0: shut us down. Yeah, like, they
1: were so behind Lucky. It was so one-sided. And I don't think Robbie got the due he deserved from the crowd.
0: So, I will say, he didn't but his merch line was pretty damn long after the show, oh, so good. I think he did well for himself.
1: Did you go get to see his merch? Because I did not. He just
0: pay. had eight by tens. Gotcha. So, and y'all, I understand you don't want to travel with a bunch of t-shirts. I get it. I'm sure some of you guys in the bigger companies aren't allowed to sell your own shirts. Um, but I'm just gonna be honest. I'm never gonna buy an eight by ten. Well, it's just if it's a included piece of- in something. Yeah. Okay, fine. I'll take it. But what you were about to say was, it's just a piece of paper I'm going to have to find somewhere to put. Yeah. And usually it just ends up on our coffee table for 10 months till we clean up. And then I'm like, oh, um, I don't know what to do with this. So- and sometimes we find out, like, the person I got is a horrible human being. So I just throw it away.
1: Um... So when we were dealing with PWX days of old and we would get posters. Yep. Which I understand why they aren't doing that anymore. I did love it, but I'm not going to begrudge them that. I got a massive portfolio that would hold all our posters. Mhm. So Cuz we got like,
0: two at every show with the front row seats.
1: I mean, I didn't display two. It was always yeah. one on top of the other, but still. I would I collected all the posters in these portfolios. I don't want to have to have a separate portfolio just for 8x10s.
0: And don't... For those of you that's your jam, cool. Go for it. Enjoy. Um, I'm I'm not an autograph hunter. No. The only autograph hunting I do is like NFL. And even then... I don't do it religiously. I do it like every once in a while.
1: I'm cool if they can't bring shirts if they bring pins.
0: Yeah. If, I if fucking you get love enamel pins. Enamel pins. We'll buy that shit in a hot second if we like you. Yeah. Um, and we'll probably give you one of ours for free. <laughs>
1: yeah. I gotta admit though, I hate the rubber stoppers on the back. They come off so easily.
0: Yeah. Yeah. See if you can get a company that does metal stoppers, guys. But um
1: Like there are some Excellent companies who make enamel pins out there, and they do the rubber stoppers. And I was like, Sigh. I mean...
0: Do ours have the rubber? Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah.
1: So what so I do... we apologize. Is I have to hot glue the bag. Like, I'll attach it to whatever bag. I have a particular wrestling bag that I put all my pins on. Yep. And then I have to hot glue the stopper to... The back of the bag. Well, and
0: sometimes that doesn't even work.
1: Well, that's why I do it over the back of it, not bag, hot glue, stopper. It's bag, stopper, hot glue.
0: But, like, the Young Bucks one always falls off.
1: It does. And
0: the thing is, that's official fucking merch that we bought at Hot Topic. Like, that wasn't indie merch. And I'm like, huh, alright. So, yeah... I get it, too. Like, with the shirts, they're heavy. You gotta. You don't want to haul them internationally. Yep. Okay. Totally understand. Or if you have something in your contract, only New Japan can sell your shirts. or Pins
1: and stickers.
0: Pins and stickers we will buy. 100% of the time. Um, yeah. Absolutely.
1: And invest in sticker journals, y'all. Don't just be putting them on your computer, because then when your computer dies, you lose your stickers. Yep. Sticker journals are where it's at which if you wonder is just a sketchbook filled with stickers. You're welcome.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I had to learn the ways of the sticker book from her. <laughs> um All right. So, Robbie killed it. He he gave you serious Chuck Mambo vibes. Yes,
1: he did. Yes. He was he like a shorter did. Chuck Mambo. They had similar Chuck
0: Mambo's lanky ass motherfucker.
1: Robbie's um, a petite package of death.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was good. I enjoyed him. I would like to see him back more.
1: So much so.
0: Um, so him, much so. Put him against some of our other homegrown guys.
1: And I really need the crowd to get behind him. Yeah, like he deserves. I think they
0: will if it's not Lucky.
1: He he did not get the welcome. Lucky's
0: the young up and comer right now locally. So
1: which I I understand why the crowd's behind him, but
0: yeah. Um. But yeah. So, more Robbie, please. Yeah, that's all I got there. Yeah, valid. Um, Robbie kept losing his headband and getting it and putting it back on. I'm like, Dude, good for him. You just got to give up at some point.
1: No, good for him. <laughs> I was proud of it, and he would have continued. Wasn't it Kevin who refed this this match?
0: I don't remember if it was Kevin Wiggins or Kai.
1: Whoever it was, picked up his headband and like threw it. To the corner slash out of the ring. Honestly, I don't think if they had done that... I think that, it was Kai. Possibly. Robbie would have picked it up and put it back on, and I wouldn't have been mad about it.
0: Yep, that's true. Maybe it's you the know secret what? of his power. It's
1: how you keep sweat out of your eyes, so you keep doing you, headband man. <laughs> and refs will pick up headbands, but da- gum? You know how many times we've seen gum fly out of someone's mouth into the ring recently?
0: And just stay there.
1: Yeah, and,
0: and we're it's like, like get, get the, the gum. gum." You got gloves for blood. Put your glove on and get it. Um, but yeah,
1: because if you're only carrying two blood gloves, you're just—it's
0: true—hoping
1: and praying that it you doesn't do- tear.
0: Valid point. All right, next match. Um, I have taken to calling this team. I refuse to use their real name. They're boring. I don't know why the belts are on them. Especially when you have better teams all over the Carolinas. Uh, Unfortunately, the Heat Sleepers are still the champions. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I've officially said this. Those Ribera jackets are not real. There's no fucking way. That motherfucker had somebody with a t-shirt printing machine and put... Those together himself. There is no way those are real Ribera jackets. And if they are, I'm wrong. But I don't think I am. Because only one of you is Japanese trained. Just saying. Okay.
1: Also, that V of hair is...
0: Disgusting.
1: Disgusting.
0: Either shave it all or don't shave it. Yeah. That That's my thought.
1: And if you want to groom, groom. But a giant V... And it's so deep and it's just so <laughs> gross. Like, if you're gonna do that, you at least have to have, and I am so sorry for anyone who's about to hear what I'm gonna say and is grossed out by it, but there is a particular term for the definition in the lower stomach region of men, especially towards the hip area. Come gutters. Come gutters. <laughs> If you don't have cum gutters, you should not have a deep-ass V pointing. Because, honestly, it's just going to lead to disappointment. Like, I don't care what he's packing. There's no way it warrants a giant arrow.
0: And my whole thing, there's no way to play it off as it just grows in that way. No. It is a perfectly sculpted inverted triangle pointing to his crotch. And it's like... It's so bad. Do you think that looks good?
1: It's so bad. And so many fans talk about it. Like, before the match started, the number of people I heard chirping behind me about that nasty-ass fake body hair design was a lot. And it's not in a good way. Like, it's not the attention you want.
0: Yeah. Well, and I'm sure we're going to get, oh, we're heels. No. 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 No one cares about what came out of your mouth because they were too busy trying to figure out why you shaved a triangle into your torso. And then, what message are you sending? What the fuck, man?
1: If Brian Pillman Jr. can finally get rid of that goddamn mullet, which he did, and I am so thankful, you can get rid of your gross-ass V. It's true.
0: It's true. So, here's, here's the thing about the heat sleepers. They're not terrible in ring.
1: They're not great either.
0: But they don't do anything that makes me go, oh, that was nice. That was a good sequence. Or, oh, man, they're really sound at this. They're just sort of there. Yeah. And here's my thing. Um, Besties in the world were supposed to be there. Davy Vega, they said it was travel things, but Davy Vega got hurt a week before the show. So I'm sure he's recovering, which is fine. Uh, please recover. Come back when you're ready, Davey. But I, I just, I don't understand how I'm supposed to be convinced that heat sleepers are any good. How I'm supposed to take them seriously as champions when they're so far below the people they're wrestling. And I've been told this by people That when they debuted, they said, look, they can do it, but they're going to have to step their game up. I have seen no step up. I have seen a lot of cheap heat. Yep. I've seen a lot of boring promos. Yep. I've seen a lot of shenanigan, dusty finish bullshit. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't need an old school match when it comes to the belts. I don't need it. It needs to go. What are you looking at?
1: I thought there was a person walking by our window and was... The
0: sad part is um, that's not even a illegitimate worry. We've had people yelling in our backyard before.
1: Yeah, but I, I'm pretty sure it was a tree.
0: Yeah, okay.
1: Uh, but it was a weird angle, and yeah. so I was like...
0: All sorts of shadows and shit. Fuck, I got to make sure
1: that's not a person, because they would be real close. Yeah. Yeah. That is not where you want someone.
0: Um, But yeah, I just, given who they took the belts off of,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then who they've wrestled since then, there's no logical way, even with wrestling logic, these motherfuckers should still have the belts.
1: When I see them, it's like, yeah, that's that's technically a tag team.
0: Yeah. It's like, that is two people who stand near a ring together.
1: Yeah. And have coordinating outfits.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I will say they do coordinate their outfits, which is appreciated. Yeah. That's the only way I know you're a tag team. <laughs> um, and earlier you mentioned the micro-naps.
1: Yeah, this was a micro-nap one. This... Prior to... Their
0: entrance is a micro-nap. Yes. Um, But when they announced besties weren't going to be there, it was like, fuck, who did they get on, like, such short notice? And I'm like, okay, I'm assuming the influencers are out of town or they would be booked, um, which is Patrick Scott and Chance Riser. Uh, Buff and Fluff are here. Maybe them again? I wouldn't be mad about that. I enjoy their work, but I don't think they're going to hang the belts on Buff and Fluff, so I'd be a little disappointed because, like, predictable. And then I was like, I mean, there are tag teams I don't know. I don't go to... Uh, PCW or and Georgia or you know outside of Charlotte so fuck who knows let's see what they got and this
1: then the best sound in the world hit
0: What what is that sound at the beginning of their theme is it marching drums yes so yeah
1: battle drums if you the, will
0: the marching battle drums of the revolt hit and my God, we could not have been happier to see them.
1: The pop. Um, the pop, y'all.
0: They, I know they haven't been gone that long, but they literally live here.
1: They are so good.
0: Please keep booking them. Please use them as much as possible. Do
1: whatever it takes to keep those guys happy and keep them in PWX, because they elevate the tag team division, so much.
0: And it's not just Elevate. They are the tag team division. God,
1: they're so good. And they can put on a match with anyone.
0: Yeah, if you want someone who can keep up with whoever you bring in, no matter what crazy name you say, you want to bring in the New Japan tag champs, well, put them against Revolt, because that's going to be a better match than with Heat Sleepers. They are um, so
1: And it's not just by comparison of the heat sleepers. They are just a, excuse me, a stellar tag team.
0: Well, and they've been at it for so long, and there's, they know who they are, they know their characters, they know what they need to do, they inject humor, It, it it's so good. It is. It's so good every time. And
1: they tell a and damn they, good story. And they get it.
0: They get the psychology. It's not just a spot fest.
1: Yeah. God, um, they're so good.
0: So, yeah, if we could, um, if we could hurry along and get the belt off the boring team and back onto a good team, that'd be great. Thanks. Um, yeah. So, we knew there was going to be some bullshit because at the beginning, when they announced the match was official, they didn't say anything about the titles. Correct. And I went, oh, fuck. Revolt's gonna win their comeback, but boring McGee's over here gonna keep the belts. And that's exactly what fucking happened. Saw it from the beginning. And, guys, I know some stuff is gonna be predictable, but don't telegraph it that much, please. Like, anyone who's seen two wrestling shows knew what was coming. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So... Anyway. Uh that was that made me so upset that it was a non title. Revolt won, which was great, and as they should.
1: They did stellar work, as always.
0: Yes, they did. It, they were
1: able to carry the heat sleepers and it To worked. a
0: semi decent match. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't need to see them wrestle like nine times. Like they did that elsewhere. At, at the company who shall not be named. We don't need that at PWX. We're better than that. Yeah. Um. Alright, so that leads us in to by far the match of the night um, and probably in the top three matches I've ever seen live, if not the top, it, it would be a debate. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get the return of Amber Young's lethal lover, Anthony Henry.
1: Oh, and he looked so good coming out. Like, you could just see he had that glow back. He was was where he needed to be. And it was phenomenal.
0: Well, and I got hit with a weird... Uh, like, nostalgia dopamine thing. Yeah. Because his music hit, and I was like, (sighs) ah, yeah. It was just like, oh, yeah, PWX used to be Anthony versus whoever was here. (laughs) Versus everyone. you knew you were about to get a badass match every time.
1: God. Um, Yeah. Some of my all-time, actually, a lot of my all-time favorite matches are Anthony versus... Someone.
0: Versus question mark.
1: I mean, honestly, Saber versus said will always...
0: It's hard to top. <laughs> you yeah, will, will
1: always be like, this one's real hard to top. Yeah. But Anthony always, when he comes out with that energy and you can just see it and feel it, you know you're in Well,
0: her. and my thing with Anthony, and this is the key difference between him and some of the guys we've bitched about who have been at it just as long and not nearly as successful. Anthony will do whatever he needs to do to be the right level of competition for his opponent. Yes. And he's done that for fucking years. I've seen him create magic with local guys. Yep. And I've seen him put on world-class matches with world-class talent. And... Sometimes there was an adjustment period. Yeah. But it never took long. No. He would feel it out maybe the first five or ten minutes of the match. But then once he was like, all right, I know what I'm doing here. Killed it every time.
1: I mean, Um, he... This match was a clinical of solid storytelling, spectacular skill, and just overall amazing fucking work.
0: Yeah. Um, and, again,
1: there's a nice little sprinkle of humor. Yeah.
0: Um, so, Henry hits, and we're all like, oh god, yes. And then Suzuki's music hits. And the crowd loses their collective shit. I... I knew his music was a thing, and there's a specific line you could say but I didn't know it well enough to do it with everyone. But one of the most coordinated things I've ever seen out of a crowd in Charlotte Mm -hmm. was hitting that spot. And I'm really glad we didn't fuck it up. Yeah.
1: I'm glad we got to see that. I don't get to partake in that just because I can't hear for shit.
0: Yeah, fair enough.
1: But I really appreciate, like, there's a slightly sidetracking... The speaker, there was a speaker under oh. the ring. Is that what was murdering us? It wasn't murdering me. It was perfect for me. It oh, was. God. I was. I was so goddamn happy.
0: I was becoming hard of hearing during oh, that Oh, are you
1: kidding me? No, don't change that. It was perfect. I got to feel a lot of stuff. And so I actually got to pick up a lot more stuff. Because I do everything through vibration. Because I'm basically a bat. But <laughs> I loved it so much, and it actually allowed me to be a part of the show in a way I never have been before, Fair enough. kudos for that Um, Uh, but yeah, it was great well,
0: the rest of us need to bring earplugs next time yeah, that's
1: on y'all, it
0: was rough
1: (laughs) that's on y'all, it was perfect for me, don't change a thing, as a
0: full hearing person I was struggling
1: well, Uh, I loved it please don't change it (laughs) (laughs) Fuck the hearing people, essentially.
0: (laughs) Also, I do want to shout out, thank y'all for um, taking away the strobes. Because that is a problem for someone in our group. And when they came to their first show, it was a real issue.
1: Seizures are no fun, guys.
0: Yeah. Even if they're, you know, quote unquote small.
1: Yeah, they're not actually small. A small seizure is still your brain massively malfunctioning. Yes,
0: (laughs) correct. All right, but back to the match. Um, This was fucking fantastic. Yeah, and I really like. I don't want to spoil stuff, and that's how you know. I'm like, damn, that was a fucking good match. When I don't want to talk about what happened, because I want everyone to like experience it fresh.
1: I immediately as soon as the show was over it was like okay we're buying this one right
0: yeah i got to see if they still actually make dvds um cuz i don't Or wa- a
1: digital copy i just need this for forever for because posterity. i will rewatch this match um, over and over and over again just like i've done with some said matches that i watch over and over or some drake matches
0: yep yeah. um but yeah this was so good. It was one of those times the crowd fell silent out of sheer like, oh my god, this is really happening yeah, in front sheer of us. awe. Not, I'm bored, so I'm not going to do anything, or we're exhausted from the last match. It was...
1: We were all on the edge of our seat. You could hear
0: like a pin drop probably for the first five minutes.
1: Devouring this match. In every way that we could, it was fantastic. Yep,
0: yeah, it was so much fun. Um, yeah, I I cannot stress how great this was. It and was
1: so good.
0: So yeah. Um, again, like I know I'm repeating myself. Don't want to get into details because I want everyone to go watch it themselves, which you can do on pwxlive.com. Um, I'm gonna promo the shit out of that. <laughs>
1: Because you need to see this match.
0: Yeah. This match is
1: spectacular. It's
0: worth five bucks to see this match.
1: I mean, watch the rest of the show, too. Yeah. But, God, this match is one of those legendary matches that...
0: This is one of the matches that makes PWX different. Yeah. This is one of those matches that when people are like, why are you so obsessed with this company? <laughs>
1: this. This I can right here. <laughs> point to
0: this. Um, and I'm just going to be honest... That's been missing a lot lately,
1: yeah,
0: um, and we've talked about that. we've made that be known, like it used to be every single show was can't miss. I feel like if we can keep this up, it's getting back to that, yeah, um, so yeah, i I overall loved this show. I think it's one of the best they've done,
1: very um, much so.
0: Probably the most fun show we've had maybe since the Cabarrus show. The Brewing Company show. Yeah. Um, Because, like, not that the other ones aren't fun, but, like, just the energy stayed up. Yep. The the talent was there to back it up. Stories made sense. Everything was booked semi-decently. Like, it all worked. Except for the stuff we just bitched about for you know the past hour and a half um but yeah it was good i i had a good time
1: i enjoyed it yeah. immensely yeah we didn't get home until what like 2 a.m
0: it was like 1 30 when we got home and then we still had to like medicate and feed the cat so we didn't get to bed till like 2 2 15
1: and i would do it over and over and over again because it was that good yeah
0: um so i'm just gonna say this Brian, I've only got three more personal days for the year that I can use to come to Saturday shows. Uh, give me a heads up. Like, I'll I'll put in the personal days right fucking now. But you gotta let me know if we're bringing more Suzuki's. Um.
1: I like how you say more Suzuki's. Like, there are many Suzuki's out there that are just gonna pile into a clown car and drive to North Carolina.
0: Um. That would be hilarious. Just a car (laughs) full of murder grandpas,
1: but miniaturized ones.
0: Yeah, mini murder grandpas. Yeah, Uh, it was so good. You could only
1: fit what, like four standard size murder grandpas in a clown car.
0: In a clown car, yeah, yeah.
1: I I want like pocket sized murder grandpas. Like (laughs) I want it to be like ants when they take over and just demolish something.
0: God, a colony of Suzuki's would just destroy the world.
1: I know. It
0: wouldn't matter what size they were.
1: I know. Ants are insanely strong. Those motherfuckers rule this world. Anyone who thinks otherwise has not looked into (laughs) what ants are capable of, okay? I'm not apologetic about my nerd knowledge of bugs. Fair enough. Those things are Um, insane. When we start mixing animal DNA with human DNA, I'm going for ant.
0: We watched Rampage this week with the uh, the rock, and we enjoyed it thoroughly um yeah, but that that just made me think of that with the splicing human and animal DNA um if you like just stupid ass monster action movies,
1: it wasn't stupid, it
0: was stupid
1: no, uh-huh, I love B movies though. So it yeah, was like it was stupid it was like a b plus movie yeah it was, <laughs> it was like so there, there was
0: shit in it you're just like that that's so dumb and i'm here for it like i said that to cat during the show <laughs> or during the movie i was like this is the dumbest movie ever and i'm so here for it like it i'm so okay with it
1: i'm so in love with b movies i have one tattooed to me yeah, so that's true <laughs> uh
0: but anyway uh do we have anything else? To chip in here on "All Hail the King."
1: I mean, if we're chipping anything, it's chipping Chip Day off.
0: Okay, fair enough. Forever. All right. Not in a
1: murder way. I'm not condoning murder.
0: Just, just enough. Please
1: retire from this sport (laughs) and don't even visit as a fan.
0: Oh, you can
1: watch from home.
0: Yeah, on pwxlive.com.
1: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs>
0: Y'all, they don't even sponsor us. I just I just think it's funny to pretend like we're sponsored. So, <laughs> all and,
1: the all the fun of sponsoring without the money. And
0: without the uh, like having to be told what we can do and say. I'm like,
1: "Fuck yeah!"
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'll just promo the shit out of your stuff without ever being family friendly. Okay? Okay.
1: That w- Speaking of family friendly, I was so glad that family friendly bullshit, like.
0: From when we went to Rock Hill?
1: Front that we were putting on for a while was gone because that killed well, the PWX vibe. I
0: got pissed that one minute someone cussed and that obnoxious dude you were talking about was like, it's a family show. And then two seconds later he was chaining bullshit with everybody else. I'm like, yeah. fuck you. Yeah. You can't have it both ways. You're not funny. Um, and that little kid that, like, Lance Archer was messing with, and, like, (laughs) he was just in every heel's face, (laughs) he was chanting bullshit, too.
1: Uh, that's a parent raising their kid, right?
0: Um, but anyway.
1: But, yeah, please don't go back to that faux, we're family-friendly bullshit, because it kills
0: the mood. Oh, also, since you're going back to Rock Hill, talent, I have a request. You don't have to listen, but I would really, really like it if you did. And I know some other people have said this to y'all, because we've talked about it. Stop taking the kendo sticks from those idiots. If you stop taking them, they'll stop bringing them. It's obnoxious, and it needs to stop. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk.
1: And that's all, guys. (laughs)
0: And, okay, we we definitely made at least three enemies with this episode.
1: Oh, no. I'm yeah, so, so worried. Yeah, you're so
0: Because kendo sick guys and then obnoxious asshole. Um,
1: Look, I'll tell you what I told the fucker who tried to act all big and bad because he was former military. <laughs> he wanted to meet me outside, and I said, that's absolutely fine. I have no problem backing my shit up. Okay. So if you want to come for me, that's totally fine. I probably deserve it. I acknowledge that. She knows she's
0: an asshole.
1: I don't (laughs) pretend to be anything else. And yeah, you might kick my ass. But I'm gonna put up a good fucking fight. Fair enough. And there is no fighting dirty. It's fighting. Okay? Fighting is fighting. (laughs) I will do what must be done.
0: Alright. It's the
1: way I always have been. And Don't on, plan on changing.
0: And on that note, uh, this has been the triumphant return of the stupid and delicious wrestling podcast. I can't promise just because life when we'll be back. Um, it's just a matter of figuring it out and it working in our schedules and us not having a million things to do, which is rare. Um, but hey, we'll try. That's, that's the best I can give y'all. You can follow us on Twitter. Uh, we've been banned from YouTube. Uh, <laughs> I take that as a matter of pride at this point. We're on Spotify. We're on Google Podcasts. We're on Stitcher. We're All, all the fucking things. Just go find us. We don't really use Instagram. So if you want to get in touch with us, Twitter is 99.9% your best bet. Um. Yeah, that's... All I got, so shalom, motherfuckers.
1: Hey, Anthony Johnson, just for you. I got nothing.